of the millennials. With Yasin Kipi. Igniting the youth. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Voice of the Millennials or as you can hear in the trailer or in the jingle as they call it Sawt al Alfiyat that means Voice of the Millennials with myself Yasin Kipi and I'm joined in studio now with the servants or the slaves of you know Al-Islam but uh, everyone else knows them as Khudam Al-Islam <laughs> and, and that's really amazing because um, and everyone is here you know the entire group with the well, their faces radiant with smiles because uh, they're quite happy to <laughs> be, you know, uh, in front of everyone to inspire people, and that's what I've seen, uh, you know, um, over the years, and uh, knowing uh, a few of them as well personally. But um, to all of you, assalamu alaikum. Okay, assalamu alaikum. You know, not like that. <laughs> but that's all good. But before we go into discussion, because there's a theme on Voice of the Millennials, we have some relaxed periods, but then we also have some periods that are serious. And we'll be talking, you know, just after they, you know, recite for us some, some nasheed. Um, after that, we'll be talking a bit about the rise of nasheed groups in the Cape, the challenges of that, and how the... It actually molds you to become a better Muslim, as opposed to not being such a, a, a you know a better Muslim within that framework. Um, but let's start with with something and uh, let our hearts um, you know open up in order to understand what is being said in the Arabic and also the Arabic language itself. Just the letters itself has a meaning, and if you look at Alif Lamim, right, that was in the beginning of the Quran. That's like a vibration, Alif Lamim. And so that just the sound of the letters has an effect on the heart, and that's really interesting. And so, without further ado, we'll start with some recitations. <coughs> Salaam 
والصحب والآن يا بزغر يا سيدي طال المرجى وحبابك بالباب يا سيدي يرجون الوصال الله 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 We will continue with another nasheed now If you can do so for us And I know you can um, Just until the 20 past ads Inshallah Oh <laughs> 
إله إلا الله والحبيب رسول الله لا إله إلا الله والحبيب رسول الله سيلا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله لا إله It's amazing, you know, just to be here. You feel like you're engulfed with various, you know, influences that are beyond the physical. And um, for those who need to, importantly, know that <coughs> when we recite Nasheed, and besides the fact that Khudam al Islam and various and the myriad of Nasheed groups out there that they are under the supervision, supervision and tutelage of people who know the deen of Islam, know the deen of Allah, and to understand the meanings of what is being recited. And Rasul. That is what is being said. And it's an important injunction for us all to listen to, especially as youth, because one of the things that I know that many of the various influences that we've had in the Cape, whether that's Tong Yusuf, Tong Guru, or, or, or even present day scholars, that the sole purpose of their studies at times has been to see the Messenger of Allah in their dreams because the Prophet is known as Habibullah. And then they spoke, and then one of the Nasheeds were talking about the, the Kabair or the you know, Ahl, you know. Um, Akabir or and Ahl Safa and Naga, that people of purity, you know, people of total submission, and those people are the people of Ahl Tasawuf, which simply means a purification of the heart. And we know that the first step on that process is to make Tawbah, and there's the ayah, Inna Allah yuhibbu Tawabin wa yuhibbu Mutatahirin that the first step that you do is to make tawbah and then to self-purify but why is tawbah the first step especially as young people to make tawbah to turn back on the various things that we've done in our lives to say ya allah i'm sorry and i'm tur turning 180 degrees completely around to face the illumination and to cast the shadows of our past behind us and that's an important thing because you become from the habib the, the you know the the, the habib of allah you know, you become mahboob in Allah because in Allah you have tawabin. And and that's these are the lessons that we learn. These are the lessons that we get from you know listening to the melod melodious, you know, and beautiful voices, but also the meanings behind that. And so after the break we'll be talking more about the importance of placing the meaning and you know the dangers of only seeing nasheeds and adhkar on the outward. But after that, after the break, uh, we will continue with that. Inshallah, stay tuned. Voice of the Millennials with Yasin Kipi, igniting the youth. 
Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Voice of the Millennials. And uh, we come to a more relaxed part of the show now. Actually, that's not true because we will be dealing with certain important topics um, that is important for us as youth to talk about. But before we do that, um, the reason Khudam al-Islam is you know, at the studios to promote Abu Shar tour, you know, the tour that's happening next month um, in South Africa and also in Cape Town, especially in Cape Town. Your influences is undoubtedly for me, you know, from myriad, you know, from different you know, influences with regards to the way you recite, but also um, um, just in terms of the nasheeds you pick as well. One of the things that I noticed just looking at everyone before, especially Khalid, is he mirrors the image of, you know, certain members of the Abu Shah group. And um, why is that? Why are you so influenced by them? And if someone can also talk about you know, the tour that will happen, and we have in studio Harley Dendrix, um, um, Sir, I mean, um, Osama Gabriel's. <laughs> guys can laugh, it's okay. <laughs> it's a, sure. Deandre, yeah, okay. Uh, Ismail, um, Amanullah Muhammad, um, and then obviously Ibrahim, um, um, Ali, um, Taha Hendrix. I'm not too so good with names, and then we also have Hisham, Hisham right? And then there's a cameraman. Yeah, Tayyib, and so just. just just if you can answer that question and whoever wants to, wants to go ahead. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Osama Kabrils. Um, uh, the question, the first question was uh, how does Khutam uh, al-Islam get, well, get influenced by uh, Abu Shah? Um, yes. Initially, um, alhamdulillah, uh, since we started um, we've taken our inspiration from uh, the Abu Shahr brothers. Uh-huh. Um, um, Brother Toa will ca- can elaborate on, on, on who they are and, uh, and, uh, and how much they influenced us. But with regards to the actual tour, um, I am I'm on the admin team of the actual tour. Yes. So, um, and Khudam Islam, there's a few brothers as well that's very influential in, in the actual tour itself. So, Alhamdulillah, the student, the South African Student Association of of Egypt, yes. um, they they have uh, initiated this tour, Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. and uh, and basically the the reason for this is because they would like to establish a a uh, um, a, a backbone for all the students um, that are still studying in Egypt and also that are done that that are here in Cape Town, Alhamdulillah. So. They've they've basically taken the initiative because it was very convenient for them because currently Abu Shahr is living in Cairo yes. in Egypt. Well, they're from Syria, right? They are from Syria. Yes, mm-hmm. they they initially from Syria, but they live currently in Egypt. <coughs> so because um, the student association has has built a a relationship with Abu Shahr by attending their classes and, and attending their programs, mm-hmm. um, they saw it as a good initiative um, to bring Abu Shahr to Cape Town. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. So yeah, that's basically how the relationship uh, was brought. And Alhamdulillah, through through um, Sasa or the Student Association, not the Sasa uh, grants, right? That's no, no, not okay. the Sasa grants. <laughs> <laughs> the Student Association in Egypt. Yeah. Um, mm. We as Qudam Islam also, before the actual tour was initiated, we've gained or we've uh, built some type of relationship with them. Yes. Via um, via social media and via personal messages and also through advice. Of how we could conduct ourselves as uh, as a Nasheed group, yeah. Alhamdulillah. So we had some personal <coughs> communication with him before the tour. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. 
I mean, that's absolutely important and uh, with the use of social media as a tool because, I mean, it's a double-edged sword and if you, you know, go go through it and, and use it incorrectly, you will get hurt and you need a handle, you know, to actually uh, sift through the negativity on social media. But this is an excellent example of how to use it correctly. And we'll come to with regards to the marketing of, you know, in Ashid Group um, after we talk about um, some other things. But with regards to the influences that you've, you've had over uh, the years, um, can you just elaborate on that, uh, Taha? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, the influences that we've had over the years has been tremendous, alhamdulillah, through uh, many people starting here in Cape Town yeah. with uh, our very own Sheikh Ismail Lant. Of course. Uh, he is our mentor and um, Sheikh Ismail is our go-to person at any time, alhamdulillah. And there's been many mashayikh that lead us to not only the vocal part of uh, Inshad or Kasidas, as people say, but um, there's another dimension that they guide us on and that is yep. the spiritual side of it and yep. alhamdulillah i think the big influence that we receive from uh, the abu shar brothers is going beyond the vocals yeah it's definitely going beyond the vocals because you see this in their performances that it is more spiritual than what it is of the voice and alhamdulillah it is through this that allah has blessed them to travel not only in the Arab world, but Alhamdulillah, they've been to many parts of Africa as well. There's people don't know this. They've, they've been to Egypt while they were living in Syria. They've been to Libya. Alhamdulillah, and they've traveled most of the uh, Arabian Gulf. Yeah. And I, I, I can say this with conviction that it is not because of the voices, but it is, it is because of the sincerity that they have when reciting it and understanding its meaning. Yeah, I mean, and that uh, brings us to an important point as well. Uh, many uh, people who might, you know, start an Ashid group um, only look at the outward form of the success stories of, of, of the Ashid groups as well as Abu Shaab. But they forget that there's lots of work that needs to be done. And that works not only in the outward, it's not only with regards to putting your product out there, even though that's very important, especially in the modern society that we do live in as Muslims, but the inward, you know, preparation that you need on a personal level and also the guidance of those people within our societies who have, you know, uh, real <coughs> reflections and understandings of how everything fits in together, that we have the text, the Quran, the Sunnah, as well as the tradition of Urf in the Cape, you know, the, this customary tradition that we need to continue Adhkar, but also the context within which we live in, and the context which, within which we live in is one of temptations, it's one of different Difficulty. And I mean, I can I go every day to university, um, uh, sometimes also on the weekends, right? And, and, and what you see there is very easily something that can tempt you to, you know, to steer away from the guidance. But the success of it, I'm, I'm not really preaching, I'm just saying to, with regards to my reflections is that the, the success of having these groups in, in inculcating the spirit of Islam within us is actually more important in Cape Town than it is perhaps in a you know a, in, a, in a Muslim environment such as Mecca. Why? Because of that temptation and the true mu'min is you know 
called in the Quran the metaphor is um, that is like Laban al Khalis, that is like pure milk. And the word, um, the reason why he's referred to as pure milk is because milk comes from those two most, uh, you know, the, the feces as well as the blood. And so. The temptations that we have in the world And you have to sift through that to keep your iman pure mm-hmm. And that's why nasheeds are so important to me But with regards to the difficulties and the dangers That y- you have seen individually and as a group What are some of your experiences uh, of that? Maybe we can start with Ibrahim uh, I think uh, Firstly the most important thing to do is uh, prior to it's mostly got to do with uh, Nasheed groups performing at events and things like that So I think the most important thing uh, prior to events is yeah. To renew the intention Before, prior, I think If you inculcate uh, renewing the intention in your practices And prior to events It makes it much more better standing um on a stage or on a platform and performing i think a lot lot of things go south um when our intention isn't right yeah you see we um we are we in public eye and mm-hmm. you know perceptions of people can be different but if our intentions are correct how do you renew your intention collectively as a group you know alhamdulillah uh, i don't know if it's the brotherhood in our group and i hope the brotherhood in 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 every other group is the exact same like ours alhamdulillah there are struggles and that you have to take in consideration every person is their own personality on their own Mm -hmm. which means that um we have 10 individuals from different backgrounds and it's not always easy to keep each other on the same goal yeah. the same purpose but alhamdulillah at different times every member will step up and take the opportunity to say look you guys I, I think it's time to renew our intentions and i think uh, because we um focused on one goal to please allah or be in the remembrance of allah and constantly sending salutations on Nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that keep the focus on that and I think that's the best way to actually renew the intention because once we enjoy seeing Nasheed besides um, sending salutations and being in the remembrance of Allah we enjoy yeah. it it's like a sp- for, for some people rugby is a sport for them and they love doing that yeah for us this is be, uh, being in the remembrance of Allah seeing Nasheed it's a feeling and you know every brother of yours if they share the exact same feeling it, it's I don't know it's just it feel like it spread love while you performing and the even on a stage on a platform the audience don't really matter once your heart is connected yeah, and the intention is right. The feeling just feels uh, unimaginable, you know. Well, that's really important that you know, that you point that out with regards to the the niya, you know, in order to have truly a perception of the divine with the dhok, you know, the tasting uh, and, and the beauty of, of just the, the recitation itself. Um, but when it comes to some of the things that you've done, as you mentioned, individuals, right? And sometimes individuals have differences and there are tensions within a group. Uh, what are some of the practical things that you've done as a group, you know, to go beyond that? Perhaps something has happened in the past. Um, what have you decided let's do as a group you know, um, let's put our differences aside. But that you're just saying that. But what are some of the activities that you'd recommend, you know, Nasheed groups in Cape Town do collectively in order to put aside their differences? Because you know what? Yeah, I can know um, someone very personally, and I can know things about them that they wouldn't want me to tell you anyone else. 
and by that they could feel threatened you know and so there's a power you know political relationship with industry groups as well inherently how do you go beyond that what are some of the practical activities that that you've done as a group um, alhamdulillah we um, we as a group uh, we haven't um, or we as a group we we knew each other long before yep. we actually started this group because <coughs> most of us we uh, we started studied under Sheikh Ismail at the Harvest School. Yeah, um, I was there with like I was I'm not full time there, but I remember <laughs> all the faces I was in at high school with Allah Muhammad, of course. Yeah. yeah. So 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 um, Alhamdulillah, um, that definitely definitely helped us um, for all these years because <coughs> of the tight relationship that we had, right? So so regardless of of what the 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 the, the test mm-hmm. uh, um, is, Alhamdulillah. Because of because of our close brotherhood, we we um, establish the rule or establish a a, 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 a a fundamental rule in a group that the honesty is the most important thing. Right? Yeah. And when we when we have an issue, we sit down and we solve the problem mm-hmm. I- uh, immediately. Alhamdulillah. So so Alhamdulillah, that that has definitely helped us uh, um, in the long run. Anyone want to add something? Yeah. yeah if, I, if I could just, just add on that. You know, <coughs> I think what it all comes down to is, um, as you were saying, intentions this, intentions that, intentions this, intentions that. Um, basically, all of us are still youth. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. We fall under the, bev- the banner of youth. Besides Usama. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> 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 so, we come, we come from different backgrounds, right enough. But basically you were asking what is our, um, <coughs> how do we go about making that change when we come together yeah. on the same platform as different groups. Alhamdulillah, I think in our group we have this uh, sort type of aroma that we spread at functions, Alhamdulillah, that um, our Amir brought along a few months ago that, um, you who, know, who is that? Amanullah Muhammad. Okay, if we get to if we get to a function, Alhamdulillah, we are more than just an Ashid group. Mm-hmm. We are more than just brothers. Yeah. We are there to help everybody else who's doing the exact same thing like us. And whoever's not doing the same thing like us, we are trying to influence them with the good. So but what we try to do is always set a good example for whoever's doing the same thing that we are doing. Absolutely. I mean, that's important. Just dropping that arrogance, um, um, and but showing by example. Um, do, do you want to add anything, Taha? Yes, I would love to add something. I think the difference between uh, a Nasheed group and um, any other, uh, let's say, uh, hobby, or rather go with a band, singing band. Yeah. The difference is each Nasheed group, and even within ourselves, in our group, we all have the same goal. We all have different opinions, but we all have the same goal. And even with another uh, Nasheed group, Alhamdulillah, at many events we've, we've, we've met with other Nasheed groups, and Alhamdulillah, it is beautiful to meet them. And it's beautiful to see our brothers uh, doing the same work that we are trying to do. Yeah, no, no. You understand? And Alhamdulillah, <coughs> because of the same goal that we have, and the goal is, is not to, to please anyone. The goal is to please Allah and to remember Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it is it's through this connection that whatever comes, we will stay attached to this because it's it's not about the messenger; it is about the message. And um, I think this is 
what keeps uh, Nasheed going yeah. within our group even and in a broader spectrum where you looking at other groups and in relationship with relationship between other groups and perhaps uh, within themselves as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's really important. And with that, we'll just take a quick break. And when we come back, we are more with Khudam uh, al-Islam just after this. So, to al-Fiat. Voice of the Millennials. With Yasin Kipi. Igniting the youth. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Voice of the Millennials with myself, Yasin Kipi, on VOC 91.3 FM Studio. With us in studio is Khudam al-Islam. Uh, and the next question I would like to ask you, just before we get to um, your continuation of the Nasheeds, is, <laughs> you know, many people say that uh, reciting Nasheeds and, 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 and Thikr at the Advent um, started to draw people away from the Quran. And these, the, the, you know, these claims come from people who... Uh, from a very long time ago against even the dhikr of Allah and the, the, the circles of dhikr uh, what is your answer to, to, to them or at least uh, to understand that properly you know? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim so firstly uh, the only way I can answer your question Yasin is by taking a, a personal view yeah. on the question um, <coughs> because starting Anashid um, in Cape Town about uh, 10 years ago with Sheikh Smailand it was never, um, how can I say, a replacement for the Quran, because Sheikh Ismail never used to um, motivate us to yep. do an nasheed unless our Quran is sorted out. Mm-hmm. That was one of his uh, rules, and because he saw that there was many talented in the school that we were, he started doing an nasheed after hours. Yeah. So if your work is not done and Basically, you're not ready with your work, for example. There is no unnashid for you. So, if, if, is that, uh, if that is answering your question... Um, but, I mean, it did replace music, didn't it? Definitely. Um, unnashid for myself, um, it, it replaced music. And also, for others that I know, who are listening to music, for example. Yeah. And basically, the unnashid is more of an alter- alternative um, in that... In that uh, yeah, and I mean, I can just say from my experience that music, and at least the instruments that are used within the Nasheed groups, is completely permissible within the framework of the Sharia. And uh, there are there's a majority of scholars that you know would agree with that. But just to end this discussion with something lighter, um, can you mention to us, like, because you've had many experiences, what are some, what are at least one, because I know it's going to be, you're going to go, <laughs> 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 uh, what are, what's one of the quirkiest moments that you've had as a group, <laughs> or the funniest moments? Okay, wow, that's a, it's a major question. <laughs> that's a major question. <laughs> that's the most important okay. question all night. <laughs> okay. So, um... I would, I think about uh, our year plan that we normally go away for a weekend uh-huh. on holiday and um, <laughs> we do mashura for the year. Okay. So we plan our year, what we're going to do, main events, uh, tours around South Africa, where we're going, etc, etc. Yes. And then on our way home, 
the guys decided let's go we're gonna go to the beach okay you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah. uh, we got our manager but i found this bucky okay and you know, it's a two by four, two by four and, and we just made a mistake we thought it's a four by four yeah and on the <laughs> beach we, yeah actually we. osama so, <laughs> so on the beach is we that why you call him uh, what you call him yes <laughs> <laughs> so um on the beach uh two tires stuck in the sand <laughs> yeah for <laughs> and the bucky but started floating team building that is definitely definitely <laughs> team building we need Osama to respond to that <laughs> We will definitely upload that picture Osama, what's your response? It was a very stressful day for me <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you un- understand the severity of the situation I the mean, bucky, I, I drive a bucky and I can yeah. understand what would happen no, no. I, I The bucky the was basically standing on a so Almost half, almost quarter of the bucky was in the sand Yeah so and, it oh. and it was high tide at the time. It, no, high tide was Wait, coming in. Is the bucky is it the bucky running off? <laughs> no, the bucky <laughs> okay. is fine by now. We, we okay. about six hours later we managed to get a truck, not a truck, a tractor um, in a village two or three um, uh, or 20, 30 minutes Does away. Does anyone else know about this? Or are no, we all know. I'm not, not, not the group. Okay, this is everyone who's listening. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's that's amazing. But, but we'll take a break now. And when we come back, we'll have, just in the final 10 minutes, uh, some Nasheed from Khudam Islam. So, to Lal Fiat. Voice of the Millennials. With, with Yasin Kipi. Igniting the youth. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Voice of the Millennials with myself, Yasin Kipi. And in our final segment, we have a special um, nasheed dedicated to the Hujjaj because it's the Hijjah and Arafahs on Thursday. And this is a sacred period of, uh, you know, for, for, for the Muslimin in, in the world, especially the Hujjaj and those also in the Cape tradition of, you know, the Hajj. And next week also, just to put a plug in, um, that um, every morning we'll have a series on Breakfast Beat focusing <coughs> on the development of the Hajj over the years in the Cape. But without further ado, Hunam uh, Islam. Labbaika la sharika laka labbaik Labbaik Allahumma labbaik Labbaika la sharika laka labbaik Labbaik Allahumma labbaik Labbaika la Alhamdulillah, 
Inshallah. Uh, just before we end the show, actually, I want to take this opportunity because I don't often get this opportunity to actually sit with the Khudam al-Islam. Um, I want to recite with you, if that's okay. And uh, wanna, so we'll recite, you know, Qad Kafani, obviously, so I need the chorus. Um, if that's okay. Allah, 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 Allah. sufficed me and oh, all my calls and supplications are you know washed away by the rahmah of Allah and that's really the the meaning behind these nasheeds and it's really important but just in conclusion uh, we just have a closing some closing <coughs> words or what's your closing word just before we end the show so uh, alhamdulillah as you guys know that uh, the biggest uh, event on the Islamic calendar um, when it comes to e- events itself, yeah, um, uh, it will be coming up on the 26th of September, um, inshallah, at the CTICC. Um, you can go onto our our, <coughs> our Facebook page, yeah, uh, as well as the Abu Shar um, <coughs> page, inshallah. Tomorrow we will be having a roadshow uh, at Gatesville, um, uh, at Fazlin's uh, um, Islamic Way. Yeah. What time at will 11, that be? It will be starting at 11 till 2, inshallah, the afternoon. So make your way to the to, to Fazlins. There will be tickets on promotion, inshallah. So the tickets will be cheaper than usual. Uh, the tickets are running very, very quickly. So, um, inshallah, uh, if you go onto, onto the cricket page, you will notice that there are not a lot of tickets remaining. So make yeah. your way to Fazlins, inshallah. And uh, um, like the Facebook page, Abu Shar Isay Tour, inshallah. Tayyib, and uh, just the website for the ticket? Uh, that is www.cricket.co.za Okay, cricket.co.za And uh, we just thank Khudam Islam uh, for you know coming in um, and uh, just uh, 20 seconds. Yeah. Okay, firstly we thank uh, uh, Voice of the Cape for having us tonight. Alhamdulillah, then we have to uh, send out an important shout out to three of our brothers who, are, who was not able to make it to the studio tonight. That is Brother Shukri Friday. Abdul Rahman, Benjamin, and Brother Abdul Basit Gabriels. Okay. Okay. يرحب ربنا إلى الجنان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته